your mother. It's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just the duo of feathery weather and weather in any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's top with cheese. It's Philadelphia. Both and Zach kicking it cooler than two. Until Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Zach coming at you with steps and things flapping We are going to rip out the hearts of other podcasts. We are going to bite off their eyeballs. We are going to start every segment watching the scene from The Last of the Mohicans where the guy takes a bite out of the other guy's heart. We may not be good, but we're going to be nasty. We're going to reflect the blue-collar nature of this city. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends, a post-game edition. Bo Wolf, Marissa Dunn here after the Eagles... Take down the Houston Texans 29 to 17 in Houston. And Marissa, neither of us were there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Zach will be joining us in probably like three seconds. We just got a text that he's in the elevator. He's panicking that we said 2 30 a.m. for those listening. <laughs> and he was not home yet or not back to the hotel. So Zach will be on the scene with the breaking news. He told us to start. Like he, he, yeah. we, we were willing to wait. He wanted us to start. Yes, he insisted we started, so we figured, why not? He cares more about punctuality than being there himself. He's yes. That's the kind of selfless guy that he is. Yes, and we've gotten live updates on his whole trip back to the hotel, so mm. he should be on here any second now. And yes, as you said, it is 2.37 in the morning after an unprecedented night in Philadelphia sports, Marissa. Yeah. A bit of a uh, disappointing performance, a listless performance uh, to some degree for the Eagles, but... You know, I wasn't there. I'm just I'm I'm splitting screens here. So we'll see what Zach tells us, whether yeah. he's got any uh defense of the run defense in this game for the Eagles as Damian Pierce runs wild for 27 carries for 139 yards, breaking tackles. Leading rusher in the game. Leading rusher yeah. in the game. Why don't we just do swooper now? <laughs> True. <laughs> no, but Zach might like want to hear it. Actually, he probably won't. Let's do it now. I think it'll good be good idea. if he comes in in the middle of Swooper. Let's just let's just get Lead right off to the it. Show with what everyone wants to hear. Yeah, I like it. Well, I don't like it because I know what it's going to lead to. But of well, course you, you did a very well. good. I mean, your hit rate here was very impressive, Marissa. My hit rate you, was good. You had yeah. only only had three items. Mm-hmm. You had Jalen Hurts sets a career high in either passing yards or rushing yards. Didn't happen. No, unfortunately. But you did have the Eagles score more touchdowns than the Astros score runs. Check. You got that. And you got the Texans will win or tie at least one quarter of play. Yeah, that happened right away. It's great. Fantastic. Good for yeah, you. Michael asked, do I get points for every quarter if that happens? And I was like, mm, mm. I wish. That's an interesting thing to keep Swooper. in mind for future swoopers, a I thing did, that could be multiplied. I did think mm. the same thing. I didn't know if that was cheating. I was going to mm. say maybe I'll have to. Uh, you know, check in with Dayniz, but yes, I did think of that as well. That's interesting. Okay, Zach, who played it so well and maintained so many leftover and turkeys. He's here in just in time. <laughs> Hello. Good evening. Out of breath. Good morning. Hello, Zach. Great to see you guys. Zach, we're starting with the most important news of the day. We're going over Swooper start the show that's really how you started the show well we wanted to do something that didn't require you being here because you're the only one who watched the game <laughs> quite the game eagles are eight and oh but that's you're the host i i will cede the floor to you all right well zach you had miles sanders had the most rushing yards in the game didn't happen uh gardner Minshew takes a snap thought this was going to be a good one for only four turkeys didn't happen both teams lose a challenge didn't happen. There was a lot of challenges, but they all won them. That's right. Uh, the Eagles' longest play is longer than the Texans' longest made field goal. You did that get was, that. That was so close. Was it? it? Was 31, I believe, and 30. Wow. I was so upset when, when <laughs> Elliot came out and it was 30. I'm like, are you kidding me? Anyway, continue. That's funny. Um, and then the sum of the jersey numbers of Eagles players who score touchdowns plus Phillies players who score runs is greater than the sum of the jerseys of the Texans players who score touchdowns and Astros players who score runs. Uh, haven't added this up yet. So the good news is it doesn't matter because you boy, boy, what a night. Uh, the number of Damian Pierce carries is larger than Jalen Hurts' longest run of the game. 27 carries for Damian Pierce. 14 yards be long for Jalen Hurts. The first half of the Eagles game. Ends before the top of the fifth inning of the Phillies game. 
did hit. Sorry about your 10 turkeys wasted on nothing, Marissa. Yeah. Um, and I also had the last play of the game is a kneel down. So three for me. That's a W. And by the way, that six. fourth and one also was pretty upset about that. Obviously, oh, yeah, they don't in. get that. Oh, yes. So wow. It's fourth and one, and I'm balance. like, come on, defense, stand tall here. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Unfortunately, they did not. But. All right, Zach. You're here. You've presumably run all the way to your hotel from uh, NRG Stadium because we know you love running out of a stadium to get to a podcast. How did it go? Eagles are 8 no. What are your big takeaways? Well, big win for the Eagles, right? Everyone's a big win. And a, a few takeaways here. Number one, the manner in which they played. It was a different style of game than it was last week. Last week, you saw them really bolstered by the big plays, the explosive plays, right? The first scoring drive tonight for the Eagles, 18 plays. Second one, 10 plays. They did another one, 10 plays. It was a different style of game. And Jalen Hurts compared it to when you go to a fancy restaurant, uh, whether it's a steakhouse or seafood dish and or i'm sorry seafood restaurant and they sometimes have like the catch of the day or they have uh the chef special and his point was they can play different ways so that jumped out to me uh another thing that jumped out to me is the turnovers right they they or the takeaways rather plus one i think they're plus 15 on the year i don't have it in front of me but continue making plays there javon hargrave three sacks uh, whatever happened during the bye, and I did talk about this, um, he, here he is. He's up to uh, – he, he has five sacks the past two games, six on the season. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Where did he grow up? In in, in uh, Salisbury, North Carolina. You can mm. read all about that on The Athletic. There were negatives in this game too, right? This was the first game that of the season in which they did not lead at halftime. It was tied at halftime, 14-14. The run defense has some work to do. We can get to all that. But my big takeaway is they're 8-0 right now. First time in franchise history that they're 8-0. Uh, T.O. and Donovan McNabb didn't do this. Reggie White never did this. Brian Dawkins never did this. Harold Carmichael never did this. Chuck Benerick never did this. I can go on. Uh, now, being 8-0 within itself is not this it's not the end all be all. I think in the last 30 years, 21 teams have started that. Let me get the exact number here. I uh, had this in a story that will soon go up on the athletic. Yes. 21 teams in the last 30 years have started eight. No. Uh, How many of so, them went on to go to the Super Bowl? You got that. I don't have that. It's a good question. And I should look that up, but I was trying to accelerate my writing to get here for the, no, podcast. I'm not trying to put you on okay. the spot. I'm just no, no, curious. no, it's, I am, I am, I am curious as, as, as well. Uh, but it's also one of those things too, where a, they have a target on their back and B like, like we've discussed, this is a relatively soft schedule. And so this could soon get to double digits. And when they get to double digits, that's when these, those, those conversations start occurring. I mean, as AJ Brown said tonight, he said, uh, he said, we're not caught up in trying to go perfect. That's not even the conversation right now. But it is something to at least, you know, keep your eye on that conversation when that 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 does start. So uh anyways, that's just me kind of emptying my brain. There's a there's a lot more there. Uh I You'd rather be waking was, up in a half an hour than stay than still be awake. Yeah, I mean, not in a half an hour. I don't get up at it's one forty-five here. I don't. Oh, I don't get yeah, up. Okay. I don't get up at two fifteen. But I will be up in in about three and a half hours. Yes. Yeah, you got that. You got that big money radio hit. You got to get to. <laughs> I like to connect with our audience and new and uh, customers and fans any way I can. There have been twenty-one teams who started eight zero since nineteen ninety, Zach. Five of them won the Super Bowl. Five of them lost in the Super Bowl. Three of them lost in the championship game. And then the uh, the rest of them all lost earlier in the playoffs. So there you go. So 10 made the Super Bowl. 10 of the Pretty 21 made the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, so, you, so you have a, you know, a 50% chance almost. 45% chance of making the Super Bowl. Mm. I'm surprised you're so, uh, you're so gung-ho and happy about this win. This is a pretty, 
Well, I'm not happy, but I'm 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 telling you, I'm just emptying my brain of some thoughts okay. about this win. But certainly, I I don't think that I thought like I would say that the 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 like thumbs up, thumbs down for this performance. You you. So I I, know. I I was actually thinking that you were gonna like be ripping on them after this. I I, I it 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 did strike me that that you would find whether it's the run defense or or something in particular that like harp on and. The thing is this, they I they were playing a JV good. team and they let Damian Pierce run all over them. Okay. Like I, like that what you are going to defend that run defense, their defense in this game? No, <clears> I'm not I'm not defending the I'm They lost the spread, the so they 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 didn't perform yeah. as well as they yeah. should have. I'm, I'm not defending the run defense. I just don't think that it, that 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 when you play on a Thursday night uh, halfway across the country, you win by by you know 12 points it's not like uh um gloomy um it's it's not like the, a, a really bad outcome right there's things they can learn from this but this wasn't a bad game now i well, i should tell me some let's color. sorry go ahead yeah. go ahead no 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 you proceed no let's talk about the run defense because i feel like that is the number one takeaway from this game like jalen hurts was very good uh we can we can get to that but I really uh, don't. You think that the number one takeaway from this game is they have to figure out what they're going to do on defense without Jordan Davis, and how bad did it yeah, look in person? Yeah, that's a big takeaway, and it looked it looked bad in person, right? And it looked bad in in part too because you knew what they were going to do, right? It's it's not as if this was week one and the first time you're seeing Damian Pierce. It's not as if uh, they are loaded at wide receiver, but they saw something in the running game and they thought they could run on him. Uh, if you just looked at the Texans depth chart going into this game, you said they're they're going to run the ball. The Eagles knew they were going to run the ball and they and they ran the ball. And uh, credit to Ruben Frank from NBC Sports Philly. He asked Nick Sirianni about the run defense on what was it Wednesday? Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, all these days are blurring together. Yeah. Three person press conference you guys had. And so they they enter the game allowing I think five point one yards per carry. They allowed five point three yards per carry tonight. Yeah, that's 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 not great. I so what agree. did the Eagles what did the Eagles do without Jordan Davis? It looked like they played more four man fronts, but when they did play uh, the 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 three man odd fronts, it was a lot of Marvin Wilson at the nose. Yes, but that started seemed to change in the second half. They they okay. started to have they started to have Hargrave more in there in the in the second half. Um. Yeah, I mean it was it, but there were more four man fronts. I mean, Houston was was committed to to, uh, to uh, running the ball. I agree. That's that's problematic the the way they ran. I'm not trying to put like um, a warm spin on this game. I'm just saying that there are teams in this league who, if if uh, you know they they had someone get three sacks. They they had someone take the league lead in interceptions. They had someone get had, uh, catch eight passes for a hundred yards and a touchdown. Like those would be high water marks for the season. And yeah, well, there are teams who have you're like yeah, you're rolling this is your a team eyes. That has, yeah, but this is a team that ha- the, the stakes are higher for this team. The bar is higher. I this is not the Tennessee Titans. The the Titans, by the way, like the tech. Look at what the Texans have done in their recent games. This is a much better offensive performance for them. Sure, sure. Yeah, the, the, look, the run defense was not good today. Um, I ag- agree with you there. I, my biggest takeaway from this game, and, and if you're thinking big picture and you're trying to see, you say, yeah, they don't have Jordan Davis right now, and three of their next five games include Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, and Saquon Barkley, right? That's a concern. Agreed, agreed. Uh, I just don't – I'm just not like up in arms like – Oh, oh goodness! They won by twelve points, but this run defense, right? I mean, it's hard to win games in the NFL, and they they do it each week, and they won by double digit points. They scored four touchdowns on offense, right? They had two takeaways on defense. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I'm. It's I'm so not... funny, Zach. You're, you're the way that you analyze the 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 undefeated football team is so much different than the way you analyze your own performance on things. <laughs> like you're never happy with your own performance. You're always looking to to nitpick. But when it's a football team, it's uh, as long as they got the job, as long as they finished the story and and hit the deadline, it's fine. Well, that's not that's not a win for me. Finishing the story and hitting the okay. deadline is not a win for me. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I've I've racked up too many L's here to decide. <laughs> See, what are you I'm, talking about? Like well, you need to flip those. You need to flip those uh, two things. You need to be kinder to yourself, and you need to be rougher <laughs> on the team that you cover. Rougher on the team that I cover. I it's it's not <clears> that I'm not like I because I I figured this was the I figured this was going to be your your takeaway. <laughs> um, in in part because like of who their defensive coordinator is, and that and, has nothing part, to do with it. It has to do with the team they were playing. <clears throat> yeah, like I. This is the you do. Would you agree that this was their worst game of the season? Oh yes, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. so they played Especially their. The so obviously, the we can we can say that it says a lot about the quality of the team that they played their worst game of the season and they still won easily by twelve points. That's fine. That's true. I agree with that. But we already knew they were very good. They're they're undefeated for a reason. They're one of the two or three best teams in football. But yeah. when they have their worst game of the season, we're allowed to complain about the fact and oh, point out I'm, the reasons yeah. that they had their they just played their worst game of the season. Okay, sure. Sure. No, the the worst first half of the season. The, the second the worst half. The second half was actually the second half was a good half. Uh and, and I think when we when we go back and, and watch the film, there will be things that jump out from that second half. The first half, yeah, that was a bad half. Um and, and the run defense was problematic. They they really didn't know what they were doing. They couldn't get off the field. On some of those those third downs, they had these like sloggy drives that ended in, in mm. points. <clears throat> but you know, when you have an eighteen play drive, by nature, it's not going to be like these these big ch positive chunks every play. Um, and then they come out to start the second half, and Jordan Mailata allows two sacks on the first three yeah, plays. Yeah, tough night for him, huh? <clears throat> uh, and so, so yeah, and so at at that point, you're like, ah, oh, you know, they're sleepwalking through this Thursday night game. Um, but then, you know, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson gets the interception. They have a short field. James Bradbury gets the interception. Oh, oh, oh they also had their first lost fumble of the yes. season. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I just, I don't know. What I, a game I, for I mean, Steven Nelson, huh? What a game for Steven Nelson. What do you mean? Didn't he force that fumble? It was a bad, <clears throat> it was a, it was like a, a mistimed snap, it seemed like to me. Um, then I'll, I'll have to go back and watch. He got the yeah. sack, I think, right? <clears throat> yeah, but like Jalen. He also made that tackle early in the game on Devontae Smith, and I've never seen him so excited. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm look. I'm. I'm not trying to, to put like this, this. It, I because I, I. I. did. I. I had this like 15 minute car ride back where I was <laughs> like, thinking oh, about it. Stupid Bo is gonna be all angry. No, not that at all. <clears throat> I. I was trying. Because my my takeaways were similar to what you said, and then I I took a step back and I'm like, they just won a game by 12 points. Um, like, is the you know they're eight and zero. Um, what kind of note am I striking if I'm like, oh god, the sky is falling? They just won by 12 points. You know, you don't have to say the sky is falling, but I mean, I think the I think the run defense is a real concern. Yeah. Yeah, it's I been agree. the worst part of their team of the four phases by a long shot. Sure. Uh, all season long. And they lost their best or, or not. Maybe not their best, but like the guy who seemed the to be the, the fulcrum yeah. of what made their run defense successful when it was. I mean, they entered this game, what, 24th in run defense yeah. TVOA, right? Um, and so they knew that this was. And, and as you said, they knew the game plan for the Texans was going to be a lot of Damian Pierce. They were starting Philip Dorsett and some guy never heard of on the outside. And still they got the ball run over them. Like that's not great. I agree. I'm not, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying it's not the only thing that occurred tonight. Okay. I think we're allowed to like, you know, this, the team is eight. No, the stakes are high. We gotta, we sure. gotta poke the holes and when there's a pretty big okay. hole right now. Okay. All okay. right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's it. We I, can... Well, uh, I I think too. Um, try. I I might view it differently if Jordan Davis was out for the season, because um, I I was thinking about that. And this is going to be look if he let's say the first game he returns is Christmas Eve against Dallas. Okay, then what you're talking about here is a stretch of games where teams 
know they're going to run on you. They're teams that can run on you. I would even throw Green Bay in there, right? Green Bay can can run with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Um, you have the Giants. Uh, is it twice during that period? Or No, you, they end no, the season after, against the Giants. Yeah. So once, yeah. <clears throat> so I'll, I'll, so I, I'm not so much – I wouldn't be so much worried about what Washington would do. But there are games in there. Those four games that Jordan Davis isn't there, that's really concerning. And that's probably a big part of our – Thursday pod those weeks is how are they going to stop Jonathan Taylor? How are they going to stop Derrick Henry? How are they going to stop Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon? How are they going to stop Saquon Barkley? I, I agree with you there. I just think if you're really talking, if, if like your concern is this is they're a Super Bowl team, they're a Super Bowl contender and this is their Achilles heel. I would say Jordan Davis is going to be back for the postseason. And look, is he going to be himself? Is he going to be himself? That's a fair question. Um, but uh, like I tweeted during the game, their splits with Jordan Davis on the field, Jordan Davis off the field. And I understand it could be a misleading stat because you're in odd man fronts when Jordan Davis is there. So you should be better at run defense. It's when they're trying to stop the run versus when they're not trying to stop the run. Yeah. Yes. But, but when (laughs) they are trying to stop the run, they're keeping opponents under four yards per carry. Now there are, teams know they can run on this four man front and they can't really play the odd man fronts well without Davis. I, I get all that. I just think if you want to have that conversation uh, about this being the Achilles heel of a Super Bowl contender, I would say when they're playing the types of games that the Phillies were in tonight, I mean, I mean, well, let's say the Phillies were in a few weeks ago, the playoff games, I'm not talking Super Bowl yet. Uh, they'll have Jordan Davis back on the field. Okay. All right, why don't we take a little break? We'll come back. We'll calm down. We'll be a little more Pollyanna-ish. We'll talk about the wonderful night that Jalen Hurts had. I thought he looked very good. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Back on Birds with Friends, Bozak and Marissa. Uh, some chatter in the uh, chat saying, why isn't Bo in Houston? I thought we 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 addressed this at the top of the show. Um, I thought it would be fun to, I thought it would be a good story to watch both games at the same time. There's somebody in the chat who said he saw me at the bar covering the game. And he didn't say hi. What are we doing? Say hi. All right. Where did you so go? The- Went to New Wave Cafe. Nice. Found like 150 people there. Most most people watching the Phillies. Um, yeah. Weird. Weird. Crazy night. Weird for the Eagles to be like relegated to second screen status. I don't know. Zach's <laughs> Zach had to deal with me weirdly uh, deciding to do this while I was already in Houston. <laughs> But no went to Houston and came back to cover both games here. For Did it make full, sense? Full no. Clarity. But <laughs> felt like the better story, and uh, I'm not sure that that was the right decision. But here we are. <laughs> Zach, you look like you're in a closet. I'm not in a closet. I'm in a corner of a hotel room. Um, but to uh, right in the corner <laughs> because uh, you would not like this hotel room. There's no desk. <laughs> You know, there's a little table and a chair, but there's not a desk. Um, but to add some color and comparable to what you were saying, uh, in the postgame locker room, it was similar to New Wave Cafe, right? There were a bunch of play. It, it was an interesting scene. You had players, coaches, staffers, reporters, like all. Yeah, tell me about this. In. So 
there was a TV above the defensive <clears throat> backs lockers, right? So Slay and Bradbury and sorry, and, and Gunnar Johnson, th- that corner of the visitors' locker room, and the game was on, and they're all huddled around watching the game, and it was interesting to see like there are reporters who are in there, uh, you know, a, in a typical post game locker room, you're going from locker to locker talking to everyone you can, and they're just like, what? You know, we're in the like at this point, it's the bottom of the eighth, top of the ninth, bottom of the ninth. So, and and they're all clued in. Like Jason Kelsey, he wasn't like changing. He wasn't changing until the end of the game. It it seemed like um, there were other players who were, you know, they had showered and changed, but they they weren't leaving the locker room. Usually, they're quick out of the locker room, especially on the road to get to the bus. They're watching. They're watching these these final outs. I mean, Shane Steichen comes in. Pulls yeah, who was the most? Who was the most into it? Um. So so this is it. So there's into it like in a demonstrative way, and there's into it in like mm. a really focused way. Right, like and, actually watching versus yeah. performatively watching. Yeah. And I would say Zach McPherson was the one who was into it in like the most, you know, in in the way like a baseball purist can appreciate. Yeah, it's, because Zach he's a McPherson, baseball player. Yeah. Yeah. He his 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 brother was a minor leaguer. He was a good baseball player. I, I think if you ask him, he would probably think he's the best baseball player on the team. He said that. And, yes. I didn't know if we were on the record, so that's why mm-hmm. that's why I framed it that way. I think a, I think a boast is on the record, yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean, tough him for I mean AJ Brown, like you know, was, was AJ Brown was yeah, like. AJ Brown was uh, watching it, um, and so there was uh, so McPherson was like really clued in, you know, he wasn't he wasn't there uh, in a demonstrative way. It was it was very much like the the, the thinking mm. man's baseball. Um, Hertz was watching out of the corner of his eye, but uh, he's an Astros yeah, fan. He, 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 well, he was actually asked that. <clears> and he, he kind of looked over to the t- team PR guy and was like, I, I don't know how to answer this question. Um, Sirianni uh, brought it up uh, in his, in his press conference, the Eagles, uh, you know, one of the Eagles executives, uh, you know, their, their PR executive said, if anyone has score updates, shout it out. Like during the press conference, yeah. uh, it was, it, yeah, the, there were a lot of people um, tuned into it. It's a crazy I mean, I, night. This like, it, yeah, never happened before. Summer. Well, that's not true. It happened in 2009. No, it, it didn't happen in 2009. That game was at 1 o'clock and 8 o'clock. They, they were not oh, concurrent okay. games. They were the same day, though. Yeah, they were the yeah. same day. Okay. That's the crazy thing. The game's going on at the exact same time in prime gotcha. time. Gotcha. Okay, fair enough. Um, So... And it's 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 the two markets. They were showing it on this. They were showing highlights on the screen at at the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, my flight down was full of Eagles, Astro. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Eagles and Phillies fans. Uh, I was flying down during the game, and I was watching the game on my iPad. And it was one of those like communal airplane experiences where, you know, you could see the guy next to you was uh he was like looking at, at my screen mm. you know but he didn't want to say anything and so then like i you're, I you're a share yeah you're yeah a... so i put the screen up uh and you know so we can watch it together uh but it's nice but then in between innings i would pull the ipad down because I, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I was like sending you texts you, you know, oh, sending, okay. yeah yeah um and it's 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 one of those things on on the ipad I wish where, I would have known. I would have sent you like lewd links. Well, no, it's kind of embarrassing because like I'm. No, please don't do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm on all these text threads, and Flex. Uh, I think most people who I think most people are on text threads, and and one of them is with my uh, baseball team from high school, okay, or a handful of people from my baseball team in high school, and making fun of making fun of Matt Ryan for getting benched. No, but. It it keeps on popping on, onto the screen, so like I'm really self conscious at this point that like, this person next to me who, who who doesn't know me is gonna see like what all these you know crazed Phillies fans are texting me during the game. Hmm. Yeah. I I see uh, I see somebody in the chat. Joshua says uh, Bo's mad that someone didn't say hi to him uh, at New Wave, but he, he doesn't even greet his neighbor wearing the athletic sweater. 
I think this is I think this is our guy. Do you remember we talked about do I say hi to the guy? There was like the thing in the park and he was he was oh, wearing yes, the athletic yes. Philly shirt. Yes. And I was yes. like, do I say hi? And I didn't. <laughs> I think this is him. Sam? Oh, hello. So hi Joshua. Let's say hi next time. Uh so yeah, so so that was the scene. <laughs> Yeah, so this is, so so that was the scene inside the locker room at the stadium. I gotta say, in I I was walking around Houston today, and I know it was a road game, uh, but there wasn't much of like a big, huge Astros buzz going on mm. in Houston today. Now, Houston sprawled out, and there's different parts mm. of the city. Urban um, sprawl. And I so so this was a, a funny moment. I went to. Uh, Jalen Hurts' high school before the game. And I was, you know, I was interviewing people from the channel, from the channel view community. Um, they they, they kind of see like what Hurts means to that community and some Hurts, some Hurts memories. Uh, oh, never mind. He's nature. just referring okay. to that. Yeah. I see. Okay. And, and, and one of the people, you know, I introduced myself. I am a reporter from Philadelphia, from the athletic and, I think she, well, she initially thought that I was there for the World Series. And so she was like, uh, she was really cold to me. And and then when I said, I'm here talking about, I'm here about Jalen Hurts, she like warmed up and then she was willing to talk. But she said, no, I, I thought you were going to ask me about the World Series, which uh, – I, I it's it's good I I clarified it would also be a really dogged right, reporter right show up at Jalen Hurts and, yeah. at a ceremony honoring Jalen Hurts and badgering yeah. them with Astros questions yeah um yeah that what did they uh, know <laughs> uh but so, so now there were a lot of Astros jerseys around town today so I'll give them credit there but it wasn't like this this huge this huge buzz. Hmm. All right. Let's, let's talk a, a little bit about the offensive performance um, because it was interesting, right? Like they, it seemed like they, they could run the ball at will um, in this game, but, and yet they were still efforting to pass quite a bit um, in neutral situations, which I think is totally fine. Uh, Jalen hurts. Very efficient in this game. Zach 21 of 27 for 243 yards and two touchdowns. He did have that lost fumble on the sack. Uh, which you mentioned, Dallas Goddard, uh, very efficient himself, eight for 100 and a touchdown on nine targets. A.J. Brown, four for 59 and a touchdown. Devontae Smith, just two for 25. Wes Watkins, two for 25. Miles Sanders had 17 carries for 93 yards and a touchdown. Um, did you think that this was like a Jalen Hurts had a little extra juice being in Houston type game, or did he just sort of look like normal Jalen Hurts to you? He looked like normal Jalen Hurts, and I think it's a good sign for the Eagles that the efficient passing is becoming the norm now. It's not the exception. Like, I didn't find this to be an exceptional Jalen Hurts game, and then you look at the numbers at the end of the game. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's like wait a second. I thought it felt, it felt like he sure had more than six incompletions, but he didn't. Yes, yes. And it was actually funny on the opening drive. Uh, I feel like the both both last two weeks he's like looked a little bit off in the very like first drive or two right like just okay. miscalibrating throws and then he settles in I don't know what you, tell me what you were about well, to no say. I I was gonna say on the opening drive there were two targets that Jack stole on <laughs> on about the first six plays or so and yeah. it was just funny I it's it's not what you imagine on the opening script it's like let's let's find ways to get Jack let's stole do our the best ball. stuff on the third we got a <laughs> yes. short week let's stick with our best yeah. <laughs> Let's check stole the ball. Uh, no, there were so many dynamic plays last week, and you didn't see those dynamic plays this week. And that's what jumped out to me is this was a very workmanlike offense. I thought they ran the ball well. I thought Miles Sanders had a good game. He he, he had some tough. I thought he had a good game. Which, frankly, he should. This is a really bad run defense. Like that's one where you look at it and, and you say they did what they were expected to do. And I was surprised that Swooper didn't hit because even though Damian Pierce had 25 carries, this is a game that Miles Sanders, they could have given him the ball quite a bit. He was he was running yeah. effectively. Were you surprised that they didn't just pound it the whole time? I, I, I was. I thought going into it, that was going to be their game plan. 
Now, like you said, the Texans are a bad team, and they could challenge the Texans different ways, and they were trying to pass the ball. Uh, but I, I thought they had success running the ball. They could have done that. They... It seemed that there was this this uh, like time of possession battle in the. Oh, you've been muted. This should be better. My mic's yeah. on. Oh yeah, you got it. <clears throat> uh, so on that opening it, or in the first half rather. So the Eagles have one possession in the first quarter, and then really two possessions in the second quarter. They didn't get the ball until thirty-seven seconds. They actually put themselves in position for field goal, but. They they essentially had three possessions in the first half, so it was there wasn't much of a rhythm going on in the first half of the game, and there was this weird. I was talking to some guys in the locker room after the game about uh, the first half, and they kept mentioning like the time of possession battle, which which struck me as an odd thing to focus on when you're playing the Texans. Just just <laughs> run them off the field, right? You know, yeah. you're not. <laughs> I, I, it's not like you're trying to keep Damian Pierce off off the, off the field, but right. perhaps I, I I don't think they wanted to get into details with me about it. Uh, but my guess is after the way the Texans started the game with that nine play seventy five yard drive, my guess is the is the Eagles wanted to give their defense a breather, right? So perhaps. It was intentional to go on. I mean, you're not expecting to go on an 18-play drive, but to really um, take some time off the clock, get your defense in a better spot. That might be what they were, what they referred to with the time of possession. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and and then so then you look after that that opening drive really. You know we're 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 talking about the, the uh, about the way Houston ran the ball. You're talking about two drives. You're talking about the first drive of the game and the last drive of the second half. I mean, in between then, you're you're looking at a five-play, 23-yard drive, four-play, nine-drive. I'm sorry, four-play, nine-yard drive. And the start the second half, three and out, um, three plays and an interception. Okay, then they had a, a nice drive to set up a field goal. Six plays for nine yards, nine plays for 38 yards. Uh, so yeah, really, there were three, real, there were three, three exactly. drives. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like throughout the game. There was one point to, I'll give credit where it's due. I was uh, pretty critical this off or this summer about any time you drop Hassan Reddick into coverage. Yeah, is is a negative. And Hassan Reddick had a terrific pass breakup, like really good on the ball. Reddick, uh, he got his hand on it. And actually, if he didn't break that up, the Eagles don't get an interception. I think a play later, two plays later. I think that's right. Yeah. They have to look up my notes. So uh, I joked on social media on Twitter that uh, I'm too far away from the sideline to see if Jonathan Gannon's like peering up at the press box with vengeance because, (laughs) as if, okay, the fake laugh. I get it. Um, You said you joked. I wanted to give you a, I wanted to sell your joke. Yeah. It's, it's still, I, I, I would still send, I would still send Reddick around the edge. Uh, I, I thought Brandon Graham had a real, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just like dumping stuff onto, it's, I mean, it's three in the morning, do whatever yeah. you want to do. Brandon Graham had, had a, a real good pass rush that led to an interception. So uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, I, I can't tell if he's just <laughs> a ball hawk or if the ball just yeah. comes to him, but it seems every time there's pressure, the quarterback throws it right to him. Yeah, like the eagle, like the Eagles have had safeties in the past who like have just not been able to make those plays. So it's nice that he's making those plays, but it it does oftentimes feel like it is the result of somebody else doing something. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice play though. Your boy, your boy Bradbury got another one. Bradbury's a good player. You Uh, invented the guy. You should take the credit. Trust me, Bradbury was well established before he before he got here. I just I I had the audacity to point out that he had a good training camp. Well, you're right. Uh Dallas Goddard dominant in this game, right? You yes. know, some of it was on screens, but but still he's it, this was a big point after the game. Sirianni went on something at, about how he's one of the best uh tight ends in the league. And they were talking about that in the locker room. 
the thing that jumps out to me about him is the target efficiency, right? Mm-hmm. Eight, I think you said the stat earlier, eight, eight catches on nine targets. And if you just look at the numbers throughout the season, there's not a lot of empty targets thrown his way. Uh, he's really efficient. They're getting him more involved in third downs. He's such a tough matchup. Uh, he's a really good player. So I noticed him there. putting his hands up for uh, the touchdown sign while the ball was in the air on the uh, touchdown pass to A.J. Brown. Always like that. That's the Steph Curry. Hello. Fantastic. Um, what, why was Kayvon Wallace in the game so much at the end? Well, no, he was on the, was on the really opening drive. Time? On, the tu- on the touchdown drive he, to start the game, he was on, and I thought it was like a goal line package that he was on for. I'd, I have to go back and watch to see what the pattern was. But, yes, you did see Kayvon Wallace. And, I mean, Kayvon Wallace is, is – um, you were talking about them adding a safety. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a position that's that you can't really afford yeah. injuries. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is one other thing to talk about, Zach. This, uh, this video from before the game – Of Howie? Of Howie going after a fan. <laughs> like – well, so really, well, so seeing how his face during it, it seemed it seemed like it was it was a, a joking manner. That said, it so if is you haven't seen that, it, there's a yeah, like uh, there's a fan who's holding a sign that says like Howie, you're forgiven for because you got AJ Brown or something like that. And Howie walks over, and you can tell that he's like he sees the sign and he's like making his way over. He's like I I'm so. I'm so mad. I'm going to say something about this. And he walks over and he says like, oh, oh, I'm forgiven. I forget you your first effing Super Bowl. Like and then he and then he tries to play it off like a joke. Yeah, I, I don't think that it was a joke. I think those are his real internal feelings. But go ahead. What, what you were going to say. Yeah, what you just said is that <laughs> I well, I, I it, it it did seem it was it was playful. I mean, not in the same way, but uh, comparable to to Verlander like if you saw that that uh, video you can't hold that against Verlander the other day he was having fun with with the fans right no I didn't uh, see that one. Oh, he he gave uh, he gave the fans the finger oh. as he was getting off the bus the other day oh yeah that's and fine. and it was it was billed as 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 Verlander you know flipping off the Eagles fans mm. I'm sorry the Phillies fans and Verlander Said he was just greeting them in their native tongue. He was having fun with the people. <laughs> that's a good line. Uh, you know, they were they were uh, giving it to him, and and that's kind of the way I, I saw it with with Howie. He he was uh, well, he was smiling. Know. He was smiling. He was laughing. But to your point, he had that on the tip of his tongue, and yeah, it's a, it's, it's a sentiment that he has expressed before too. Uh, that I, I I think he was on a on a radio interview earlier this year when he was talking about going to a Sixers game during the playoffs and someone said something to him of, of, of similar ilk and, and his, his response was, so the Super Bowl wasn't enough. Right. Right. Uh, and look, it, it is a good Trump card to play. I'll, I'll grant him that it's, it's not the end all be all, but it, that's the, that, that's the, is it, is it French arrow? Uh, who said, you know, went tonight and, you know, walked together forever or something like that. Or uh, point being that when you win a Super Bowl, you have that on, on your resume. Forever. Flags fly forever. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but it's also a little making... bit like, I mean, what are we doing? Howie? Like, calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he you know, you're not the most game. persecuted person in the world. We don't need to be complaining about GM salaries on podcasts. Well, that's, that's him doing that. That's uh. Yeah, I know, but I mean, yeah, this this idea yeah. that it's like, what a tough, what uh, what a tough, what a tough break he's getting. I mean, come on, it's fine. Yeah, it's part of the job. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, and he's he's uh, like he should be taking victory laps right now. He's that's he, a, the, like that's fine. That's what I'm saying, uh, Howie. The, I mean, the thing I'll say about Howie is is he gets kicked, but he, you know he's. He gets it when they're losing. Like he's, he's not. Um, uh, he's 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 definitely in the bullseye when things aren't going well. Maybe not internally, but certainly externally, right? Uh, that when they are winning, 
If he wants to take uh, the uh, victory laps, he's certainly entitled. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. You just didn't need to be so so aggressive about it. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Zach? Uh, How was Channel View? Wait, so Hargrave, I, I mean, you... Yeah, we should give some love. Yeah, yeah. three yeah. sacks. It was a beast. So a few things here, uh, or I shouldn't say a few things, two things. Um, Kirk Herbstreit had a, a line during the broadcast, as as you know, I listened to the... Yeah, how was it, bro? The, I didn't hear a, a single second of it. It was. I, I like that team. I, I know some of the chat people thought it was on brand that I liked Herbstreit. I mean, he's still just into the end. I, lo- I, I love the Amazon broadcast. And actually, more credit to Amazon for this. I've never uh, watched it on my computer. I'm all because Thursday nights I'm home and I'm watching it on on mm. on television. I'm streaming it, and I got to see if if you can do this on the TV. But they have something called like X-ray, or, where it has the stat panel and it has all the next gen stats and it updates live, mm. starts after contact live and and time to throw live. Um, it's a That's it's cool. a pretty cool feature. Um, so. But Herbstreit said at one point about Hargrave that Jonathan Gannon told him he's a good pra- – you know, you know, he's a – or he's someone who needs to practice, and he didn't really start practicing until four or five weeks ago. And I'm like, wait, what? He wasn't on the interview <laughs> report. <laughs> but then I was talking to Hargrave after the game, and I jokingly said to him, like, what happened during the bye week? You know, you, you come right. back with five sacks in these two games since. And he said he had a chance to get healthy. Hmm. And I, I said, I said, what do you mean? He said, <laughs> he said that that toe injury was hmm. lingering from training camp, and like he never really kind of felt right, and so he had a chance to, 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 to get healthy. I, I assume be off his feet, and um, and he's been now sacks. We know are partly opportunistic. Right. It's it's not as if he he's a different player now than he was before the bye week, but he's cleaning up here and he's he wasn't productive enough in those first six games. You're seeing that now he's up to he's up to six sacks. His career high last year was seven and a half. Uh, so he, he should be in line to break that. And that's also part like that's why you don't want to have to make him play the nose. Right. You want to free him up to, to sure be on the outside of those three man fronts and, and get after the passer if it's a passing play. So. All right. <clears throat> Anything else? Uh, if you can fill the time for thirty seconds, I just need to respond to Josiah uh, to our uh, to our editor. Real mm, quick. Sure. Uh, let's see. Let's run down the rest of the defensive stat line. Javon has seven tackles, three sacks. T.J. Edwards seven tackles. Kaiser White seven tackles. Marcus Sepps five. Josh Sweat five. Bradbury four. Slay four. Cox for Marvin. Well, how did I just feel like big Mar played Zach whenever you're back with us? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back with you now. Uh, really didn't have a strong opinion. I mean, circumstantially, they, I would say not very good because they were running the ball effectively and hit and the job when you fill that role there as the nose in the, in those fronts is like help stop the run. Right. Uh, but, that's one of those where I, I need to go back and look to really give you a good answer. Um, and Who is the second most impressive Texan to you? Second most impressive Houston Texan to me. I mean, Hughes. Uh, oh, yeah. We've, yeah, we can talk about that. Jerry Hughes was yeah. a monster in this game. He he, he beat Jordan Mailata. And I, I had a chance to. And he should have been. It should have been Lane's first sack, right? He he basically gave up a sack yeah. to Jerry Hughes, but then Jalen Hurts got away from it. Got away from it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so speaking to, I had a chance to talk to Jordan. I'll 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 try to write more about this this week, um, but he's he's very honest and he, like he really took it hard, um, in in his own way. Yeah, he, he said he never wants to let guys like Landon down, and and he he said that as Landon was sitting right next to him. Uh, and he, he said that it was, it was just a timing thing on those sacks, uh, or I, I, sh- I shouldn't say timing, just, just kind of knowing where Jalen is on the field. I, I, I guess he, we didn't get into too many details about that, but he was, he was very much like he brought it up to me when talking about the game. 
the mm. way he started the second half. And I said, yeah, about those, let's let's talk about that. But he was very much uh, um, he, so both, he, he wore those. Jeff Schwartz and Mitchell Schwartz said it looked like on the first sack that he maybe thought that it was a draw. I asked him that. Oh, did you? Specifically. Okay. Yeah. I asked him specifically, were you expecting draw? And he said, draw? No. He said, <laughs> he said, I, I just, he said, I just need to know where Jalen is on the, on the field. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's one of those things where he thought that he could let the, he, perhaps he, he, he thought it was going to be a quick drop and mm-hmm. he, he could let the pass rusher get some depth, but um, Jalen was deeper in the drop. I don't have a firm answer for that, but he did say to me he didn't think it was a draw. Mm, okay. And then what were your thoughts on uh, taking Kitoriano? I didn't have strong opinions. Uh, he he caught the touchdown, right? Or yeah, um, heck of a player. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did. I okay. Yes, that's that's why it, it came to mind. I remember writing it down. Um, <laughs> I don't have. Sh- I don't have a strong opinion on him, honestly. This press box, so... Yeah, okay, go ahead. 2014, did you travel to... Yes. Houston? Okay. But I don't remember it. I remember it, it was I was the game where Foles got hurt and Sanchez yes. came in, but I don't remember the yes. press box. It is high <clears throat> up there. It's, re- it's, it's one of those high that press boxes. That does ring a bell, actually. And high press boxes are hard. Um, you know, there's... You you never want the Houston situation. I'm, I'm sorry, the Washington situation where you're behind the end zone and you can't see a, a part of the field. But also, if you're really high up, um, and, and I I have binoculars, but you can't Plus. make out sometimes what's what's uh, specifically going on. So uh, when I watch the game back, I will have more in, insight there. You get to see the plays develop. Like you can definitely see the moment a guy's open downfield. That's the mm. advantage of being so high up. But especially line play, you can't really see that that effectively up there. Yeah, that's fair. All right. How do you plan to spend the rest of your time in Houston? Uh, on a Nick Sirianni conference call tomorrow morning. Well, well, tonight I'll go. I'll go to sleep. Um, I'm gonna be writing. I, I have a Nick Sirianni. We have a Nick Sirianni conference call tomorrow morning. I have to write my picks column. Um, I am debating uh, putting some thoughts together. Uh, if if time allows, but I have to get to the airport and catch a flight. The one thing I've learned about Houston is things are really spread out here, like really spread out. Yeah, and people are always driving. Um, it took me from Channel View High School to uh, to NRG Stadium. I thought I, I see you guys are, are yawning, so I'll be quick here. I thought it was. I thought it was right. going to take me forty-five minutes. It took me seventy-five minutes. Mm. Um, that that was tough. Uh, but even still, you must have been pretty. Up, you must have been pretty upset. Pretty frustrated. Yes, I was very yeah. much so. Uh, <laughs> and 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 not just that, but uh, I mean, credit to to the other Eagles reporters. Um, you know, we're like a family during the uh, season. We see each other oftentimes more than our families, and. I think there were a few guys who were legitimately worried about me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cause um, I, I wasn't there and I'm typically there. And, and so they were, I was, I was getting texts like, is everything okay? Where are you? <laughs> um, so who was most yeah. concerned? I, I EJ? Mean, I, EJ texted me. Elliot texted me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was nice. Okay. Um, but Overall, I uh, yeah, I I like being in Houston. Frankly, I wish there was a Phillies game tomorrow. I would stay an extra day here because um, I don't get to Houston enough. I went to a really good food hall today. Um, I like a food hall because you have different, you know, you have you have different stations you could go to if you will. Sure. Uh, What'd you get? I, I got Peruvian food. Nice. Figured, this is as, as yeah, I, I, this is as close as um. Getting to South America this year as close as I'm getting to Peru. <laughs> okay. uh, had, What'd you get? Had, had like a ceviche dish. Nice. Uh, and uh, had some plantains on the side. Okay. And was this on a campus? <laughs> this was not on a campus. No, I was. I have a good friend who uh, I worked at the radio station in Syracuse with, and he he did does some radio down here. 
Um, and we got together for lunch, caught up. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Marissa, what's up with you? Not much. Um, just like, you know, enjoying hearing your guys' takeaways. A little tired, but hanging oh, in I'm there. I'm sorry, Marissa. I'm no, sorry. Zach, are you kidding? I think it's time to pull the I'm, plug. Yeah. No, don't don't end this because of me. I, I enjoy the late night mm-hmm. pods. I still got to um, finish writing. Oh, okay. So we'll, we'll blame you, but no, I, I, um, I like you guys, like was surprised that it was close, but I also think, you know, a Thursday game, quick turnaround. They still won the game. Got to give them some credit for that. They're eight and oh, so yeah, it wasn't what we thought it would be, but that was kind of my thoughts. So thank you, Marissa. Cause yeah. I, I see in the chat, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting accused of like Homerism here, which I certainly, I don't, I just, it would, I, I don't know. I, I think I would come off crotchety if, if I word. was like, if, if I was like, they won by 12 points, but they're in trouble. Right. I mean, I think we all just thought it would be there's like a middle a, ground there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I definitely thought like going into it, it was going to be like such a blowout. Like me too. Yes, I thought 35, that was 10. Yeah. Yes. That was surprising, but I mean, you know, a short week, we've seen some crazy games on Thursday night football this year. Um, and some kind of honestly bad football on Thursday night football. So, you know, they went on the road, they got the win, they're eating up. Yeah. I feel like that's all you can ask for at this point. Well said. Better said yeah, than we could have. Yeah. And now they've extended rest for Washington next week. Yes. So. A right. long extended rest because they got a Monday game. So yes. but it, nice. it sounds it sounds like Sirianni's gonna bring them in on Monday. Uh, uh this this Monday coming up. Curious about that. Mm. But then they might have so Michael had a Monday game this week and they had Tuesday and then Wednesday they had like a very, very short day. Okay. Okay. When, so they yeah. almost had like Tuesday, Wednesday, like he was on afternoon early afternoon on wednesday sure so maybe that's something like that but they didn't have a thursday game before so yeah i don't know a lot of time to prepare for taylor heineke there you go Hmm. there you go all right i guess that'll do it uh we'll be back uh i don't know tuesday ish maybe wednesday since it's a monday monday game until then uh, enjoy uh one or two games left for the world series this weekend uh, I'm sure Zach's got a bike ride coming up or something. Big college football game this weekend, Tennessee, Georgia, right? Yeah. Mm. Number one versus number two. People are really talking about Hendon Hooker as a first round pick. He's yeah. playing. He's if if you're not an ageist, I mean, if you and you just look at it from a performance perspective, he's been awesome. Okay. Awesome. I mean, how... watch him this weekend. I watched him beat Alabama. He looks great. But... And Jalen Hyatt. Yeah. That's that's the the yes. He, he yeah. Now fly. that guy rules. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's Dane had his top fifty out this week. We actually yes. have a podcast on it. So if you want to hear about those uh, top, where podcasts, did he have Hendon Hooker? Um, uh, let me pull it up because I don't remember exactly. Or maybe I could just tease it and mm. people can go good call. Check yeah, out. check that out. That's good. Um. But yeah, no, they talked a lot about the quarterbacks. Um, Will Levis also, you know, he's also an older guy. Um, and then obviously CJ. He's but Hendon Hooker is really old. Yeah. He's not just old, he's really old. It's gonna be work. It's gonna be 26. I got it up here. Okay. So do you want to take a guess where he has him in the top fifty? why are we playing a guessing game at three thirty in the morning? But why not? Where do you think um, he has him in the top fifty? <clears throat> 46. Zach? Uh, for game theory, I'll go 45. I can't believe this, but he has him at 46. Did you cheat? Though? No. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> I'm like, Bo definitely has this up right now. Yes, he does. He has him at 46. Wow. Yep. I, that's good. Yep. He's not buying it too much. That's fine. Yep. I mean, I'd have him lower, but that's I'm glad. Good for Dane. 46 i nailed it wow and he's got levis at 23 so yeah it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting how many teams are going after quarterbacks because there could be a decent amount when you take a take a look across the league so Hmm. we'll see you're right yeah follow dane because he's the best and knows everything so that's right all right well the eagles are eight no first time in franchise history (laughs) 
29-17, they take the dub on Thursday night. Zach was there to see it all. And, uh, I don't know. That's about it. I was going to say something about seeing it all, but, you know, we'll keep it. We'll keep it PG. So, (laughs) you're welcome. So, for Zach and Marissa and Tegan, I'm Bo. We thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. And as always, we love you.